Welcome to the That's Life Man podcast, hosted by Tanner and Chandler Mann. Tune in weekly to chat all things family, fitness, and life. That's life. That's what all the people say. Hello, and welcome back to That's Life Man, hosted by your favorite couple, Tanner and Chandler Man. We're back. We are excited for today. Let me just tell you. Another episode. Episode 19, baby. I'm trying to prolong that. Why? I don't know why. I'm not sure. Episode 19, and it's a a fun one today. Yeah, I am excited because we are chatting with one of my girlfriends who I feel like we have been Instagram friends forever, for years and years and years. I've been hearing her name for a long time. Yeah, and we've met um, a couple times in person. Wait, one time? No, it can't be one time, but... She's one of my favorite people to follow. She's one of the most down-to-earth people you will ever follow or meet. Her name is Ashley, and she is from the Instagram handle Tall Blonde Bell. So go ahead, and if you have your phone, look up Tall Blonde Bell on Instagram right now because she is someone that shares outdoor adventures, hiking. She has a dog. She shares fashion. Her reels are absolutely amazing, which we will talk about today. Her content is just fascinating. I have so many things written down that I want to ask her that I know we're not going to get through all of it today because she just has so many avenues to her page Mm -hmm. that I could just talk to her all day long. I'm excited to also dive in to Ashley's journey with trying to conceive fertility, hormones, clean products, everything that I am also interested in. I feel like we have a lot in common. Super, super similar things uh, I think are prevalent in our life and, and in Ashley as well. So it'll be good to to chat through some of those things and see kind of what their journey has been and then think about how we have gone through a very similar path. And we will link her Instagram handle below. So if you want to go check it out, just go on down to the description. So I am super pumped. Let's go ahead and get into it. All right, everyone, we have Ashley with us, and we're just going to jump right in and let the conversation flow. Like I said, I have so many questions for her, and I could just continue asking them all day long. So I want to be mindful of time and just jump right in. So hello, Ashley. Welcome to That's Life, Man. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Hi, guys. So excited. So (laughs) you are... Like I was, I said this in the beginning, but I'm like, we have followed each other, been friends on Instagram for years. Like, I feel like we've like been with each other since the beginning and I've loved like watching your content evolve and just like you bring so much to the table. You have so many avenues to your content. So how did you get into this world? What were you doing beforehand? So I actually was, I went to school for business. So I already knew that I wanted to do, I wanted to own my own business one day, but clearly Mm -hmm. I would have never guessed what I'm doing now because it wasn't Mm -hmm. around when I was in school. Right. I, so I went, I was kind of confused after college, didn't know what I wanted to do. So I actually got into teaching and I taught math and I actually taught business, high school business. And when I was teaching business, I just was like, that fire was just ignited And that's when Instagram was going around. That's when I started posting on Instagram just for fun. Cause I mean, influencer wasn't really a word. That's probably when I met you Tanner Mm -hmm. back then when I was teaching and it just kind of just evolved into that. And I'll never forget when I was teaching one of my classes, one of my students was like, well, why don't you just own your own business one day? You keep on talking about how much you love it. And so that's when like Mm -hmm. just clicked. And so I started during the summers of while I was a teacher, just really focusing on just pounding hard during the summertime to see if I can like make this a full-time thing. And the second summer, I just decided to take that leap of faith and just jump right in. And that's when I decided to go to New York Fashion Week for the first time because I knew I had all these trips coming. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I really can't, they're going to know that I'm gone and they're going to see what I'm doing (laughs) because it's all on social media. So it's like, I just couldn't balance the boat. There was no way. I could do both at the same time. And I love teaching. I really, really loved it. I just wanted to give something my 100%. I couldn't divide. It wouldn't be fair to like the students that I had. And also like how many opportunities do you get to do what we do? And so I just decided to go all in. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. It's like at some point you do finally have to decide like, okay, like 
what am I going to do? I have to pick mm-hmm. and choose. And that, I feel like I was kind of in that same boat where I was like, I'm either, I'm going to jump and I'm either going to sink or swim. So yeah. let's do this. You make the choice at some point and see what catches. And, and like you said, Ashley, it's just like putting out a lot of content and seeing how people respond to it. Oh yeah. yeah. Like it's like, we have to grind to see like, if this is going to work whenever you first started posting and whenever you went full time, what was your main focus? It was really just like, I'd shared a lot of teacher outfits and just tall girl outfits. I was, I was into hiking and fitness and everything because mm-hmm. I was a cross country coach. I, I was an athlete in college. Like I grew up doing sports my entire life. So I always love fitness. Um, but it was really focused on a lot of lifestyle, but a lot of just like tall girl fashion. How tall are you? I forgot to mention that in your bio, but <laughs> everyone, Ashley posts, like if you are a tall girl, she is your woman to follow. How tall are you? I'm 5'11". 5'11". You and Chandler are the same height. (laughs) With heels, I'm taller, which is probably 90% of the time. Heck yeah, you rock it too. And there are so many people because I'm 5'1". So people are always coming to me for short girl fashion. But yeah, whenever they ask for tall girls, I always send them your way. because. But thank goodness, don't you feel like the market has evolved to where they are finally offering short girl and tall girl options and it's not just like we just have to struggle? Yes, I was actually on Abercrombie and they now carry extra longs too because – there's like a lot of girls that are above six foot and they still can't wear the longs. And it's like, right? that's a problem right there. And so they, yeah, I just love seeing brands taking on that and offering extra shorts too. I think it's yeah. really cool. I know. Yeah. I'm like the extra short girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're opposite, but we get it. You get it. It's like hard to find. There's not yeah, a lot like- of brands that carry that. Hundred percent. So that makes me really happy. Um, so you mentioned that you know I love whenever you share your hiking content and your fitness content. So like you're you are like the hike queen, and Chandler's <laughs> really into hikes. I'm so here for the hike. so he yes. was so excited for this portion of the conversation um, because you use what is it called, Chandler? The app. All trails. All trails. Oh yeah, all trails. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it is, saved me a couple of times. Yeah. Is that literally. an app? where you can post your hikes on it? Or how does that app work? It can be all of the above. I originally (laughs) used that app to find hikes that are in the areas that I was at. Um, Mm -hmm. But then Mm -hmm. I started reading like you can read the reviews and see, okay, what time are these people getting to the trailheads? What are they wearing? You can see pictures. Um, You can see if it's dog friendly. And then there's actually a GPS map. Um, And even if you don't have the premium I think sometimes it works. I end up getting the premium because it's like 30 bucks a year or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're on hikes, you can actually access and know where you are exactly at on the trails at all times. And it honestly has saved our butt so many times um, just mm-hmm. being on hikes. And it's just a no brainer. It really is. And yeah. they tell you like, if you need a certain pass or something, it'll tell you on the app. It's just a really good app in my opinion. Yeah. So we, I recently went into a guy's trip out to Colorado and I don't know if you've hiked out there much. Um, but I was looking at all trails beforehand because I was just trying to get prepared for the hike that we were going to do. And it was like, everybody was like, you need to wear spikes. You need to wear spikes. And I was like, I don't even know. I'm in Florida. Like we don't, we don't need spikes. <laughs> spi- so. Wait, what hike was this? This was, uh, the Sawtooth mountains in, um, in Estes park. Yes. I've hiked Estes, I've hiked lots of times in Estes park. That's it funny. was beautiful. And so when we went, <laughs> it, it was covered in snow. Yeah. We were. luckily like we were driving in from another state and I was like, we have to get to REI by a certain time before it closes. Cause we have got to get these spikes before we get on this mountain. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be bad if we don't. Well, you Chandler was telling me, yes, Chandler was telling me, he's like, Tanner, like, you know, Chandler and I drink a ton of water. We drink at least a gallon a day. And he was like, Tanner, I drink like a gallon of water before we went. He's like, and I didn't pee the whole time I was like hiking mm-hmm. because like my body was using every ounce of water that I was taking in. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's crazy. Oh yeah. And plus the elevation. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank goodness you didn't get elevation sickness, but you probably wouldn't if you drank a gallon of water before, but it's like, yeah. it's intense. It's, an, it's a great workout. That's why I partially love hiking is that I don't have to like work out on the days that I do it. Cause it's a great workout. Oh, it's perfect. And being outside and there's just something about being outside in nature and experiencing everything that yeah. it is that makes hiking just like a surreal thing for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I someone a friend told me this like with hiking. Um, you know how there's things in life you're like I just can't put a finger on it, but you just it's you just know it's good. 
and you just, mm-hmm. you, it's like the intangible things in life. That's how I picture hiking. It's just when you're on these hikes, like you can take all the pictures you want in the videos, but you really don't understand how truly beautiful it is until you're actually in it, experiencing it. Yes. And that's like why I love it so much. It just, it's something that it's like a more intimate thing, but that I know I've experienced. And I just want other people to experience it. Like they're not going to experience it through pictures. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I love hiking. And that's the hard part about when you're up there and you're taking the pictures, you're like, this just not, and everybody says it does not do it justice. The experience is so much more than what you can capture on your camera. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the the feeling of like when you become parents, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like you just, you can't describe that feeling. I mean, I hope one day I'll feel that feeling too, but it's just, you can't, you can't describe it until you have yeah. it. So absolutely. And I, I am not a hiker by, but I've gotten you to go on. Some so Chandler has like, because I do like to be active and like, if I don't have to go to the gym and I can do something outside and get my workout in, like I'm down for it. So anytime, you know, Chandler's like, I want to take you on this hike. I'm like, okay, totally. Like I'll go. But there was one that we went on. I don't even remember. It was in like, was it in Vermont or it was in New Hampshire, New Hampshire. And <laughs> you know, the whole way up, even Chandler was like, we were both tempted to turn around and, and go back down. It was, a tough one. it was so tough, but you know, we were, I didn't know we were almost to the top, but there was a couple. Finally, we encountered like humans and I was like, listen, are we close? And is it worth it? And they were like, yes, you're close. And it's so worth it. And when we got to the top, I was like, okay, like, I would do that a hundred <laughs> times over for this view. Cause it is just like breathtaking once you get yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I guess that's just kind of like a metaphor for life, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Cause you, you just never know like what is on the other side. And yeah. We didn't exactly, we had it on all trails again. So we like saw where it was, but it was a steep hike mm-hmm. and it was just, the conditions were kind of hard. But once you got to the top, I was like, I could sit up here all day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you just feel like when you get back home, you're like, man, I can just sit on the couch all day and I do not feel guilty one bit because I yeah. accomplished so much today. And I love that feeling. Yeah. Do you know how many miles that you've hiked total, like approximately? Have you kept oh, track? Man. We did in just June alone, we hiked probably 50, 60 miles. <gasps> wow. Um, and then March, probably the same. I mean, we probably hike, we could probably hike because we have to travel. So it's not like if we live closer to more hikes, we probably hike even more mountains, but this is just yeah. traveling. It's like probably 300 miles a year. Wow. I would think. That's um, great. That's like a lot. We're actually going to, we're going to Europe next. And so we're going to do <gasps> wow. a hike in Cinque Terre. Cinque Terre is on the coast. And up until like 30, 20, 30 years ago, the only way to get from these five towns. That's what Chinka Terra stands for is to hike a trail. That's the only way you can get into it. There's no train. So they just added a train, but we're going to actually do that hike into each of the five towns, um, next month, which I'm like, actually in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. That's That's exciting. So so I guess, do you feel like where focaccia bread was invented? A little side note too. Oh, that's interesting. Oh my gosh. So do you feel like I was going to ask what has been your favorite hike and what's been your least favorite hike? Do you feel like this may be your favorite hike when you go on this one? It's going to be that one of every hike is so unique. I've definitely Mm -hmm. had hikes that I didn't like, but like, Mm -hmm. I just, it's so, we were actually talking about that, just ranking them. And it's so hard to rank them because they all have different things about them that I love. Um, but one of my favorites was half dome in Yosemite just because yeah. it is one of those like iconic heights. Like there's literally an emoji on your iPhone that shows half dome oh, and you have to it. climb up these cables. And it was, it was, I mean, it, we clocked like 17 miles that day and it was just, wow. once you get to the top, it's just so beautiful. And just, you just, and you have to have a pass. So you, it's like, I was going to say, did you have to get the permit? Yes. But we got lucky. We got the day before, um, we had both of us register our try it and we got, we got it. I don't know how, but we got it. Wow. wow. That's great. Cause some people try for a long time and can't get it. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. and we did the same with angels landing and Zion and we got the pass the day before too. So if there's anybody reading this, don't give up, try the day before and have every person that you're going with apply for the permit <laughs> and Heck hope yeah. that one of y'all get it. Um, but that's one, the narrows in Zion, you hike on this river. It's, we did 10 miles. Um, you're literally hiking in the river and it, sometimes you can't hike it because the water's too high or there's flash floods. Mm. Um, we did that in June. We hiked the grand Canyon, um, a year ago in March that was, we hiked, I think that was like almost 20 miles. We hiked to the, um, Colorado river and back. 
Oh, cool. Um, I'm trying to think where else. I mean, we've hiked so many different places. Sedona is one of our favorite places ever. It's Mm -hmm. not even a national park. Um, but it's just, I honestly think Sedona is better than Zion. Everyone, everyone loves Zion. I thought Sedona was better because it's dog friendly. If you have a dog, bring your, go to Zion. You can hike with all your, with your dog and all the trails. And then Glacier Montana is my favorite Mm -hmm. national park out of everyone. That's my favorite. Yeah. My mom's a big one. She it's, just visited Glacier and she's obsessed. It's literally Disneyland. Like it's like a fairy tale land. There's an, more animals than I've ever seen in any park. Like we saw mm-hmm. grizzly bears. Um, there's berries that you pick. You can pick um, huckleberries while you're hiking and just eat them while you're hiking. The water oh, is awesome. Turqu- more turquoise there than it is in the Caribbean. Um, wow. The hikes are just so beautiful. I just love it so much. And it's just a fun the temperature is perfect. I mean, everything about Glacier is perfect. I just love it so much. Okay. We're adding that to our list. There, there's a hike <laughs> Glacier that's one of like the, it's like one on, on the top toughest in the United States. And I'm trying to remember the name. We probably uh, did. It's Highline or Grinnell. I bet it's Highline or Lo- Logan's Pass. I'm going to look it up as we talk. Okay. Whenever you... When you go on these, like, you know, you're, you're pretty much hiking all day. What kind of snacks do you guys bring on these? Oh, we love our snacks. Um, pretty much anything high protein. Um, mm-hmm. I love chomps. They mm-hmm. are like a whole 30, um, like jerky bar or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. even call them. Um, like, and then we love, I love perfect bars, mm-hmm. even just a classic PB and J. Like I would normally do a sandwich, but I don't want to spoil, um, nuts lots of water i love liquid iv i always use yes code i always text tanner i'm like tanner what's your code again (laughs) they won't give me a dang code that surprises me man 25 yeah there we go here's a little ad right here use 25 (laughs) for 25 percent off liquid iv um but i use those to stay hydrated um that's the main part and i think we that's when when we hike we just like eat like crazy, like in June, the month of June, like I had four or five meals a day. And I, when I say yeah. meals, like meals, meals, because we were just burning so many calories a day. And you just, mm-hmm. you, yeah. at that point you need, you realize like, I need this for fuel or I will not get through. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so. like, if you're an inexperienced hiker, a lot of people don't understand that. And it's like almost the day before you need to start eating. Carbon up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ready. we would burn like three to 4,000 calories a day. Yeah, I believe it. And it's just walking. Like you don't really, you're tired, but it's not like you're, you're not sweating that much because it's a little bit drier, but you're still like, you're tired and it's a lot, it's a big workout. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely (laughs) going back. I was in Glacier. I was thinking of Highline, which is like 15 miles. That's what we did. We did, um, we did Highline. It's like, people have said that is like crazy hard, but so worth it. Yes. Oh, I finished that hike and I about collapsed. Like I could not, it was so cool. And it actually overlooks um, another one of my favorite trails. So you can hike like, it was really cool to see the bottom of one of the trails. Like we hiked Mm -hmm. to the bottom and then Highline overlooks what we just, the hike that we did before. And we saw like bighorn, grizzly bears, white mountain goats, like everything on that hike. It's beautiful. Do you guys carry the bear spray with you? Yes. Well, some places, no. Like when we live, we actually lived in Colorado for a while and I didn't hear anything about bear spray. Like bears aren't as big of a deal in Colorado. Now, this is just my opinion. Like obviously, mm-hmm. you hike at your own risk. Colorado, <laughs> I never wore bear spray. I don't want somebody to die or something because I told them not to bring bear spray. But in Montana and <laughs> Wyoming, bring bear spray. Like even your kid, like, well, kids that are able to, like allowed to, like have mm-hmm. it on your side pocket. Don't have it in your backpack because I mean, you will see a bear. There's a good chance. Like it's actually less of a chance to not see a bear. Like wow. my mom and dad went out to Grand, oh, Grand Tetons is another great place. That's probably one of my top five favorite places. Um, my mom alone, my mom and dad alone saw like five bears on one night. <gasps> And one, they were all like, but they, they mind their own business. I mean, there's moose, moose are scary. Like Mm -hmm. you can't really do bear spray with moose, but we actually saw a moose on one of the hikes in Grand Tetons and it started, there was, we didn't see it, but there was a baby on the trail and this moose started false charging us. It started just like (gasps) within two seconds, started sprinting towards us. And I'm like, so I instinct, I grabbed Mike's bear spray out of his backpack and I just started like, thought I was going to spray this moose with bear spray. My God. it stopped like right before the river just to spook us. Um, and then there was a ranger right there and he's like, yeah, that moose thought you were 
even though we were just walking on the trail, minding our own business, um, it just thought we were going to go after its baby and it yeah. went after it. So hiking, I mean, on that note, like hiking can be dangerous. Like you don't just do it just to like, and try not, you know, people will try to get up close to bears and animals mm-hmm. all the no time. Way. They're not, they're not cute and fuzzy. Like they're, they can yeah. kill you. <laughs> it's funny because we have a, a similar thing here. There's areas where you can hike and there's, it's around like swamps and lakes and there's gators everywhere and people oh, yeah. walk right up to them. It's crazy. And I'm like, you guys don't get no, it. No, not for me. Nope. Yeah, they don't get it. Like, We're talking we, about gators and bears. I mean, it's when people come and they visit here, like I will see people that on their stories and stuff, like they'll see gators for like the first time. Say they're from like Michigan or something. They've you know, never seen a gator and they'll like come here and like post like like get so close to these baby gators. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like you need to get back because there's a mama around here somewhere and mm-hmm. she will eat you. Yes. <laughs> it's I mean, and they are so fast. Like they, oh my they're not they're not like these little slow little turtles like they're fast yeah so note to self we will always have bear spray that scares me we i mean we have bears in florida and it, there's not even like a lot not but i'm size. still terrified of bears yeah, yeah they, and uh, here's something though too like the bears are used to seeing people unless you are acting like i'm more scared of moose if anything mm-hmm. but like the bear bears are so used to it if you mind your own business keep your distance they'll just look at you and just like walk away like it's usually not something to be concerned with. And they say mm-hmm. bear spray is like 95% effective. Like they're okay. going to run away. Like, it's not like this thing. Like if you, cause pretty much every person will probably see a bear if they go on the trails. And I mean, we were at a touristy family friendly trail in Glacier and we saw a black bear. So it's not okay. like oh. only in the far away trails either. Like they're pretty much everywhere. So does Denver, everyone, Denver is Ashley and Mike's dog. Does Denver go on most of the hikes with you guys? If it's in, actually, a lot of national parks don't allow dogs on the trails. Like they can go in the parks in the car and whatever. And there's usually like a family friendly paved trail there on most national parks. But usually in national parks, dogs or pets are not allowed for that reason. I mean, and then just also just like protecting the environment too, because you never mm-hmm. know what dogs will bring in. And like in moments when you see a bear, you're like, this is why we don't let dogs. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, But there are a lot like Denver actually loves. So like in Arizona, a lot of there's a lot of hiking trails where dogs are allowed. Um, Like Sedona, all of the trails are dog pet friendly. We actually hiked a trail um, in Phoenix and it was called Flatiron. A lot of, and it's that it's a five mile hike and it said pet friendly. And I'm like, okay, we can do that. And you climb to the top of this mountain and I was reading, as we were getting there, I saw a review saying like, prepare to like basically rock climb. And I'm like, uh, Mike, how are we going to do this with Denver? He's like, I'm oh. sure they're over-exaggerating. No, they were not. It was, I'm not oh. going to lie. Like the entire time there was a point where we were, I was holding Denver and we were literally passing him up the mountain <gasps> and he made wow. it up, like made it to the top. And people were like, so ex- he was just so excited that we have a video oh. of him, like staying at the top, like wagging his tail. Like it just... He loved it. And then he finished when we finished at night, he was just wanting to go more. Like he was just looking for squirrels at the end. He's had no idea that he just hiked this mountain. So I love that. I think I remember, I don't know if it's been recently, but does he still, or did he used to, I think I remember seeing on your stories, him walk on the treadmill. Does he do that? (laughs) Not as much anymore, but he does run with us every single day for the most part. Like, okay. Only if it's, if it's like, we can't get to, we can't, workout in the morning and it's later in the day and it's nineties, he won't run with us. But for the most part, he will run three to five miles, uh, three to four miles every day with us or every other day. He's a boxer Catahoula leopard mix. Um, Catahoula leopard. It's like a Louisiana hunting dog. So oh, I think that's wow. where he gets that running, but he loves, I mean, every morning he gets up when we, he sees us putting and he gets antsy. Like he's, mm-hmm. I feel like hunting dogs need to get their energy out like or yeah. else they're going to go crazy. And once we started taking him on these little runs and it, and it wasn't, it didn't start off at three miles. Like if you're a person who has a dog that you has a lot of energy, just start with like a couple minutes a day and they will slow. And it, you'll see a difference honestly in their behavior too. Like Denver used to be like chew up things or be super hyper ever since we started going on these runs. He's just so much more, I don't know, just like he behaves so much better. It's crazy. I love it. He's like, he's content. Yes. He like finishes his day and he, he loves boat rides. Like he, we talk about this, like we're going to Italy and we're going to have someone watch him 
like house it and everything. And I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do without seeing Denver while we're gone. Oh. It's going to be so sad. He's like our child. He really is. And I get it. Cause like Mia, like, you know, before we had Xander, like Mia was the same way. Like I remember crying, like if we would leave her, like she, it, like dogs are babies. Honestly, he travels with us pretty much yeah. everywhere we go. And we're I those crazy that. people traveling. Lane. Like we literally drove to California in June with him. <laughs> and I, Dude, don't know I know I, I will see you guys like taking these car trips and I, or these like road trips. And I'm just like, you guys, especially with Denver, like he's just in the backseat, just like ready to go wherever you go, guys go. He's like part of the team. Guys, it's the, I'm telling you, it's these pet hammocks, best thing ever. It's like a little hammock that goes in the backseat so they never can fall and they <gasps> just have their own little space. And, and it also pre- it prevents fur getting all over your seats too. It's so nice. Um, but Denver, ever since he got that, he'll, he'll sleep the entire way. He loves it. Bless him. He's like, he's <laughs> a good dog. He's just there for the ride. <laughs> I really love is. it. So I could continue talking about hiking all day just because I'm so fascinated by it. Just because, like, I, I don't, you know, yeah. know a lot about it. Yeah. So, but I'm going to switch gears and chat with you about hormones, fertility, mm-hmm. your journey, because I know, you know, we have, we're kind of similar. Some yeah. We have some similarities in this. So, yeah. um, talk to me about your, your journey with trying to conceive and, um, finding yeah. out with your hormones and just the whole shebang. Yeah. So I, um, Mike and I have been trying for seven years. Um, and about four years into it, I think I'm losing track. Um, Mm -hmm. we, no doctors could tell. So the first four years, no doctors could tell us why, like we were both healthy Mm -hmm. humans, um, Mm -hmm. got all the tests and everything. And, um, I was like, this is just dumb. Like, so we, this is, I think 2020 summer of 2020. I was like, I'm going to go see this functional doctor that I've been putting off for a year. Saw the functional doctor and he wasn't, he took tests and he's like, Ashley, you're very healthy. There's just one hormone. That's one point barely above that is out of whack. Um, let's just get an MRI and make sure that you don't have like anything like tumors or anything. Sure enough, I did. I have a tumor on my pituitary gland um, that was causing me to overproduce prolactin, which by the way, my prolactin was high in all of my other tests that my doctors were looking at. They just ignored it. And they told me I only could take in vitro, which Mm. never worked. um, I I know they just wanted to, and I am someone like, I just there's a lot of things that I regret doing. I think one of my biggest regrets and this, everybody has their own story, own experience and own opinion. But one of my biggest regrets was just getting on birth control. Mm -hmm. I feel like ever since I went on that, I just could see a big change in a lot of things. And it's crazy. Like when I, so I actually had a, like a brain, like a brain abnormality. I have it still. And like, I had seizures, blah, blah, blah. It's a long story in itself, but it's under control now. Um, But five, like probably five or no, like six or six years ago, I, six or seven years ago, I got off my birth control and because of that, because of my seizures and they took MRIs during that. And we found that six or seven years ago in my MRIs, when I got off my birth control, I had no tumor, like none. Wow. And it has, it started growing once I got off um, birth control. And I like have been looking up studies about this and there's like, I'm not the only person that this has happened to. And I'm not saying that obviously to doctor's opinion, I can't like say this because I'm not a doctor, but like, it's just crazy. You just never know. And I, so I've been trying to go more of the functional route, getting Mm -hmm. the root cause with, while going to, um, perfect, like medical, like specialist. Um, Mm -hmm. like I go to my endocrinologist, but my functional doctor has kind of helped me guide. He's like, okay, here's the root cause. Now I can help you get to the right kind of doctor that you need to see Mm -hmm. versus just like, just go to the doctor, go in the system just try and start doing everything, you know, how right. everyone else does, not really catering to what my specific problem is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, I found that out, got pregnant. We got a medication, $30 medication, got pregnant the first month of trying. Wow. Like crazy. It's just crazy. Um, we ended up miscarrying that baby at 11 weeks and it wasn't related. To, it was mm. just a chromosomal thing. Like it was mm-hmm. just a fluke, like a random, like it's just crazy. And so- wow. We're like, okay, well, this is a good thing. We can get pregnant right away. Well, that didn't happen. And we're still here to this day, but we have had so much answers um, and we're really hopeful. I mean, I'm not pregnant now, but 
I am very, very hopeful for this next year. It just takes time, like getting your bodies back to normal and like trying to get them healthy again. So that's kind of where we're at. Um, But I'm really, really hopeful. And I really think, and even just take out like my fertility issues, just been but trying to like make cleaner choices or tr- better mm-hmm. choices for my body has been so helpful um, for me personally. Like everyone has their like limits and I just found out what mine were and I cut those out of my life and it really yeah. has helped my overall health in general. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, even making those choices to try to get to, you know, you're trying to make these choices to improve your health, become more fertile and be able to like that ultimate goal of having a baby. Mm -hmm. But even if that, God forbid that weren't to happen, like making these decisions for yourself is only going to improve your health. No matter what. Yeah. 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 And it's been really encouraging to have like it's just, it's a hard thing because you feel so alone when you go through mm-hmm. a miscarriage and it's really, really hard because you just, everything is a trigger and you don't want it to be a trigger. And like yeah. when someone says they're pregnant, you want it, like, you're like, I am so happy for you, but mm-hmm. there's a part of you that's like, it can be a trigger sometimes. Oh yeah. And like, and I'm sorry, Tanner, that you had it, like you guys had to go through that. And it's just like, it's really hard and you can't explain it to people <laughs> until you go through it. And it really sucks. I mean, I really am sorry for like the people out there who've had to go through multiple of these, or, I mean, it just is really hard. It is. I know. Thank you for saying that. It, it's, it was like such a, you know, I had always been really heartfelt for people that went through a miscarriage truly, but like, I never understood the pain until obviously it happened. And it is such a lonely feeling. And I even, I do feel for people that it happened, like have had multiple. Cause I told Chandler, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I can go through that again. Just like mm-hmm. the mental challenges, the physical challenges. And it's just, you, you're you right. Like every time someone announces, I'm so stinking happy. And then I'm like, man, it, that hurt. That hurt to see that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was even on Prime Day, I was like linking all of like the baby items on, on Prime mm-hmm. Day. And like that hit me hard. And yeah. I was like, dang, Chandler, like mm-hmm. I got to take a few minutes because like I'm, yeah. I'm down right now. And then yeah. honestly that from... From like my side, there's not a whole lot that that the the man can do. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a whole lot that you can say. It's something that we both have to cope with separately. But like, yeah. it's just so much. It's even more on the woman's part with like the hormone changes and all the mm-hmm. different things that come along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it doesn't good. matter if you have kids or not. All miscarriages are hard, and I'm just. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the hardest thing is like. I think a lot of people try to say quote unquote encouraging things when they're not really encouraging and just like Mm -hmm. the unsolicited advice. And I think it's just best like, and a lot of people, and this is one thing I want to say, because I get this asked a lot is like, a lot of people ask me, like my friend just miscarried. What's, how can I like love her most? And I always one first of all, every person's different, obviously. But like one thing that I found through my experience is just, just being there. Like you don't have to say the right thing. You don't have to tell them these encouraging things just like even just be there and just say, Hey, thinking of you today or like, Hey, like, or just like being there and just hugging them. Like that to me was like enough. It didn't have, you didn't have to do these crazy things. And I think just if you're far away, just call them and say, Hey, like want to see how your day went. And I think that just helped me the most. It wasn't necessarily like these inspirational quotes or anything. It was just Mm -hmm. people who were just there and just didn't need anything. Absolutely. I said the same thing. I told like, you know, at one point Chandler's mom, after she had like been over all day, just like as she was leaving, she literally just hugged me and just said, I just want you to know that I'm praying for you and I'm thinking about you and I love you. And I was like, that meant so much to me. Just like, you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't need the, yeah, there's no right word to say or just like knowing that just saying, I love you. Like that's what means most. Mm-hmm. So I love that you shared that. And mm-hmm. what are some of the like big changes that you made whenever it comes to like, you know, cleaner ingredients in your life? What are the big things you did? Well, every person's different, everybody. And I always say, I'm like, not this person that I'm like, oh my gosh, everything I'm going to have is clean. Like I mm-hmm. cannot have limits on myself. Cause then also that creates stress and then stress <laughs> is not good for yourself. Yeah. Um, and I've learned to like, I went through a phase where I was just like, I got to clean everything. And then, then I bounced back. And then now I'm at this place where I'm like, I'm just going to follow where my own convictions are and just go from there. So everything I say, like, I'm not saying like, Oh my gosh, this is what you have to do. Um, But one of the things that helped me, the first thing I did was I cut out caffeine and Mm -hmm. well, for the most part, like I'll have like under a hundred milligrams. And if I, and here's the thing, like if I want to, 
coffee with caffeine in it, I'm going to do it. Like I'm not, but I'm just not going to try to make that a regular thing in my life. And that was one of the big things. And then also switching, trying to do less um, soy ingredients and then seed seed oils, any kind of endocrine disruptors, like fragrance. Mm -hmm. um, That is huge. Like that is Mm -hmm. a big, big problem. And I think the reason why it's bigger now is because it's in so much more products than what we, our parents were growing up. And it's like, you will never, there's just not enough years to know of like the impact that it can have. So we switched to like cleaner candles or especially beauty products. I started using crunchy um, foundation this year. And I mean, think about it, you put your makeup on your face every single day and I love my makeup and I still yeah. have makeup that is not clean and I love it. And I'm not going to switch until I find a better alternative, but, um, I love my crunchy is a good brand. If you're looking for a makeup brand, if you go to crunchy.com backslash Ashley bell, that can get you $10 off a $50. Oh, purchase. Sweet. So anything there you can get, um, I really like their foundation, their sunscreen, Um, they go through like the highest testing. I mean, even their packaging is BPA free and they won a lot of awards for it. It's just like a really good brand. And then I love primal primally pure. Um, I really, really love their natural deodorant and hear me out. Cause I know a lot of people like don't like natural deodorant. I know I didn't Mm -hmm. either. I've tried every brand and it just didn't work for me. I really, really like primally pure. And now I've noticed, and this is crazy. And I don't know if you use natural deodorant or not. I just had to mm-hmm. switch because I started getting like cysts from deodorant and it was just yeah. like a person, like I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Um, and I actually sweat less now because my body okay. just like knows how, like before it was just, just didn't know how to work. And now that it's been a, like over a year, I just feel so much better. So that's a brand that I love. Um, what about Those your are, skincare? Cause your skin looks phenomenal. Oh, thank you. I have been, so I switched to barefaced in February. I was using okay. another brand prior and I just found out that it just didn't, it wasn't the best for people who are pregnant. And I clearly didn't want to worry about that mm-hmm. or do that. So now I use barefaced skin. It was made by Jordan Harper. She connected with me on Instagram and she's like, hi, hey, I loved it. Cause I would Every time I would ask for clean skincare or cleaner, when I say cleaner skincare, mm-hmm. people would refer me to her and I just never could just jump the gun on it. And so I kept on tagging her and she's like, okay, I should just send you some. So she sent me some and I just said, I'm going to do progress. And it's unbelievable. Like it didn't happen in two weeks. It took like a solid like month or two. Um, but my skin has never felt better. And it's just, I love her products. And I think you can also get 10% off your first purchase with Ashley 10. Cause I, I know it's a little bit pricier, but it is mm-hmm. like worth investing in. It is. She's amazing. And I love all of her stuff. Yeah. Skincare is one thing like I will truly like invest in. And like, I love your photos, like your, your face just like is glowing and your skin just looks so like plump and healthy. So I definitely want to look into that because like you're, you are a walking billboard for that one. (laughs) But I also think it's also just finding out what triggers your body too. And I, Mm -hmm. I really do think caffeine, my body just doesn't handle caffeine well. And whenever I start drinking caffeine, I slowly start seeing breakouts on my skin too. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just, it's just finding the right balance. It's trying not to go overboard, but also being realistic and being like, okay, I have like just prioritizing what you want to, what you want in your life and making sacrifices in er- different areas that are necessary. For sure. I'm like, sometimes like I'll post something that like, isn't like super clean ingredients and people will be like, well, that's not like clean ingredients. And I'm like, I do the best that I can, yeah. honestly, like I oh, balance yeah. and like, same thing. Like if, if, so- if one day, like I want to have something that's not as super clean. Like I will have it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's yes. like, you got to have some flexibility there. Yeah. I think a lot of times though, what happens is like, if you want something that's not super clean and you have it, like sometimes you feel it the next day. Oh, I feel it. You yeah. I mean? But yeah. sometimes it's worth it. You're like, okay. I, <laughs> For you know, sure. I knew that was going to happen, but I, you just got to assess the risk before you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, including myself, don't understand how much better we could feel. Like we're just mm-hmm. so used to feeling like blah. And when you finally do, you're like, wow, I never want to go back now. And now I'm like, I could care less if I have coffee or not. Like I, yeah. you know, now that I know, cause I just, I, I've seen like the other side of that. And I mean, is my skin going to have breakouts in times where it's going to look really bad? Sure. But like now mm-hmm. I know how to like work on that or how to, I don't know. I just, it's really like 
rewarding to make those small changes. But at the same time, like what you said, like try not to set limits on you because then it can get really exhausting. Yeah. You can like, I've had people tell me socks are not clean. Like, oh. <laughs> like yeah. So like, okay. I mean, you, yeah. Like if, cause your pores, like I think the feet, yeah. the pores in your feet are the largest in your body and like socks can have a lot of chemicals in them. So you want like you, it's good to get organic socks. Interesting. Now, I now I wear I wear toxic socks, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I but it just goes to show like you can't be perfect. It's just like when people oh, say yeah. clean eating, like what is clean eating? That's a, mm-hmm. such a spectrum. Yep. And just like clean products, so just be realistic and things are not necessarily clean or unclean. It's just all on a spectrum and you gotta figure out what fits best for you and your lifestyle. Let's go ahead and tell Alexa to add the uh, non-toxic organic socks to the the list. Yes. We're going to, if we could find those, I don't know. (laughs) We could create. Yeah, maybe. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So yeah, balance is key. Um, And so I'm going to switch gears one last time so we can be uh, meaningful of your time. Yeah. But Let's talk about how you are the reels queen oh. of Instagram. And I feel like like your your content is just so good. It's so crisp. It's so meaningful. It has intent to it. And so I feel like people look to you a lot for guidance and inspiration on reels. And so when did you start like taking reels super seriously and like being like, okay, like I'm going to lean into these transitions and really learn how to be good at this. Thank you. Well, first of all, thank you. I like, You're welcome. I have always loved video editing. Um, mm-hmm. even when I was little, like I took video editing classes in college. Like, so I just have always loved that, that in photography, both. Um, so it's just a fun way to like outlet. Cause I've, so it's like something that I've just always loved. It's just videos. Um, but when I really started is when in 2020, when TikTok came out and I saw these transitions. So I just like, I got to learn this. So I, um, that's when it really happened. And then Instagram got reels. And so summer of 2020, I would say that's when I started figuring out. And then I'm like, okay, how can I make each one look different? And I'm like, or, or specifically, like, I don't want to like necessarily copy someone else. Like, how can Mm -hmm. I just like make a spin? So like my brain's always going, like, I'll be walking down the street and I'll see a pole and I'm like, okay, how can I make a fun transition using that pole on the side of the street, you know, Seriously. or when I'm hiking, I'm like, just how can I like do something that nobody else can do? Cause not everybody else can do a, a, a reel mm-hmm. of a girl hiking in different locations all over the country. And I just think it's so much fun to make. And it's fun to like, it's a good creative outlet for me. And you listeners, if you, okay, let me just give you a little, if you want to go to Ashley's Instagram, she like, like her reels, if she sees like a light pole, on a street. She will literally have one outfit on. She will step behind this skinny little light pole and change into another outfit. I love those so much. And then another favorite of mine that this is like, I applaud you for this because you are okay. So you'll like do a reel. That's like you're in the mountains, then you're on the beach, then you're out in the mountains and then you're on the beach. And I I love that because it's like, you like had to wait to post that because you had to be in those two different locations. So like you really think about these things and like put some time into them and it does show now does Mike help a lot with those? Like is, does he have that mindset with the reels of like the creativity? Oh yeah. That's a good question. (laughs) Yes, he does. Like we, we actually really do make a good team. Like he, he loves, so there's times he, I mean, he's still, there's times where I'm like, Mike, you didn't like, he'll like not, he'll, forget to film or some, or I don't know, he'll like film it and then he'll like not, it'll be off center or something. Something mm-hmm. simple like that. But he's actually, honestly, people are saying I'm good at the transitions. Like no, Mike knows how to like film it when we're filming it. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. film it the right way to make it, make the transitions flawless yeah. and smooth. But a little tip too, is I never film inside the Instagram app. I film everything on my camera mm-hmm. or try to, and then I edit in the InShot app. Um, that's kind of like how I do it. And then if you, for any of my reels that there's two of me, I use the video leap app to get two of me and just the more practice you get, the more, and it's just, I think it's like, I just try not to put too much pressure on myself. I think there was a point in my time I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to have the one better than the next and that better Mm -hmm. than the next. It just got exhausting and it took away my joy. So I started like just being like, okay, I'm going to do fewer reels, but I'm going to make them really good. Um, yes. so I just started doing like one reel a week and it's been really helpful. Cause I still like, I feel have that 
energy and passion for it. Um, while still, you know, and then TikTok, I just post random, less casual, more casual things there, but, mm-hmm. but Mike does play a big role and it's really fun. Um, I would love to do more like types of couples with him, um, mm-hmm. in the future. Like I like to do series almost when it comes to reels. So I'm, and I think that's the more sustainable thing. Like instead of just trying to do like a whole bunch of transitions, I'll do like, okay, types of couples in the fall, types of couples in the yes. summer or types of couples during, um, whatever, I don't know, or I'll do friends or types of friends or types of girls. And I think that's really like relatable and you can also do it multiple times throughout the year instead of just doing it once and being done. If that For makes sure. any sense. <laughs> I yeah, no, like I love, I love your series and like, I feel like you have that reputation now as well. Like people are looking for that. And so I think that's really smart. It's like you're working smarter, keeping that series going. Does Mike like to be in front of the camera? Um, It depends. At first, no. Like he doesn't, he, he has, he only has Instagram because I'm on there and he literally posts once a year, but he's gotten <laughs> so much better. He really does. I feel like when it's easy and it's not in front of people, it's funny. Like when we're not in front of people, it's not bad at all, but I'm like, Mike, you're going to show this in front of everyone anyway. So yeah, I don't understand like the, but anyway, so that's kind of like the thing is like, if, the, if we're trying to film and a lot of people are around, that's when it's a little more stressful mm-hmm. but when we're on, our own on hikes. Like it's not as bad um, when we're doing that. And I'm sure Chandler, you can relate with that. Just, I feel like every guy relates with that. Yeah. yeah when, when you're in the public, like, you're in public trying to do things. People are looking at you. I tend to get a little, that little itch in my neck <laughs> a little bit more so than Tanner does. It, sure. it doesn't bother me at all. Like I can no. be in the middle of New York city, Times square, filming my reel, everyone watching it. It doesn't bother me. Well, I, I yeah, don't think it, like in New York city, I think I, I'd understand it more. That's, Small town bothers you. When you're talking about like, I'm at the local target <laughs> and the people are walking by and staring at me as we do this. That's a little different. Okay. Yeah. I get that. That's true. When you're, I feel like when I was in California, it's so much easier. Cause I feel like everyone's just used to that. But when I'm, I there, I had to film something in my, at our target and I was like, I was a little bit, I'm like, crap, I'm going to see somebody I know or they're going to, Oh, and exactly. there was a time. Oh my gosh. I forgot to tell you. So this is Mike's worst nightmare. Have you guys <laughs> ever heard of influencers in the wild? The account? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we are one of the first posts he ever made. Oh, <gasps> We okay. um, literally like the third post and we are what made him like one of the posts that made him blow up. Cause I think he had like f- a thousand followers when they tagged us. And then that video, I don't even know how much views it has now, but that we were downtown Carmel and I, it was right before, um, right before everything shut down, like in 2020, it was like mm-hmm. February or January of 2020. I was shooting a campaign for Abercrombie and I broke my pinky toe that day. I didn't know it, <laughs> but I broke my pinky toe. Um, I like smashed on the side of a corner or something. And that was mm. when I was in denial. I was like, I'm not, it's not broken. It's just sore. So we drove up and to shoot this campaign, I'm wearing these booties that are hurting my feet. And so like, I'm trying to take these photos. I'm like wobbling. I look so awkward. And Mike goes, while we're taking the photos, like, I feel like somebody's watching us right now. Like he said that <laughs> sure enough, a week later, there is a video on influences a wild of someone filming us taking these photos or like, yeah, they're videotaping us from their apartment filming us. And they got put on this account and we were just like blown up to shreds on that account. And they were making fun of my walk. And I'm like, I actually broke my foot that day. Oh. Like, so anyway, I, I have are, to find this video now. It's so one annoying. of the first yeah. posts. It's they far away. Like it's, it, it's from the, it's from a high apartment and they're zooming in on us on the street. Oh my yeah, gosh. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. I'll have to find it. Link it. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. One last thing. My favorite video ever in the history of the world. <laughs> oh no. What is it? It's whenever Mike was carrying Denver. This was like <laughs> I didn't know years. what you're talking about. This know, was years ago. I made Chandler watch it at least a hundred times. <laughs> and then like when you saved it to a highlight, I was like, thank God. Because, okay. Like the best thing ever. Was it he was walking up to the house or out of the house whenever he yes. slipped? So we actually made this, I made this into a real TikTok, took it down because it was <gasps> abusive. Con- I don't know. <laughs> they took it down. Yeah. I don't know. But Instagram kept it. They're cool for that. Um, yeah. We were walking over to, this was 20, I don't know. Mike, we were walking up to our friend's front door and it was snowing that day. And Mike was like, I don't want Denver's Paul's to get him to bring snow into the house or something. 
So I was carrying like something in my hand. I'm bundled up in this puffer coat, like can't move. And he's walking to the door and he face plants in Denver, he like literally body slams. And I was, when I say literally body slams, he literally body slammed Denver into the pavement. And he is like, not saying nice words in the video. Um, And that's the funny thing is like the whole, he is literally just like limping and poor Denver is just Denver ended up being fine. (laughs) So you guys can watch that later. (laughs) I just love in that video though, that you, you are all bundled up and you're just scary. You're just looking at him like, are you okay? (laughs) I'm in shock. I was in literal shock because I heard a snap and I'm like, what happened? I was like, Mike, and I didn't want to walk. I didn't know what happened. I didn't know how I felt. Like that ice was really like if you could even put a foot down, like you'd start slipping. Oh my gosh. So okay, we'll find that and also link it in the show notes as well because that is the best video. I seriously have never laughed at a video so hard in my life. Yeah, you should have tried I'll probably good. repost it every year during the holidays as an awareness to put salt in your driveway. <laughs> you, <laughs> you Florida to. people want to understand. No, we wouldn't. Yeah, I bet that, that I bet that story had so many views. I bet so many people were sending it to so many people. Oh, yeah. And it like, oh my shot gosh. up. Yeah. No, I I yeah, I, I can't that was like a long time ago. Yeah, I remember the the amount of reshares on that yeah. thing. It was like almost at like a million views or something. That's when they <laughs> took it down. <laughs> That's like, so dang messed it. up. I love it. This has been such a joy for me. This like made me so happy and we touched on everything. I'm so glad. So thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And Chandler, I've never actually met you before either. And I'm really excited. We'll have to like do a double date or something. I know. Let's take Tanner out on a. Oh, y'all should take me on a hike. Yeah. Let's do. Yeah, for real. We'll meet halfway or something. Heck yeah. Chandler would be so down. I'm all about I would do that. It. North Carolina's got some good. We did uh, we Asheville. Lived in for a while. So yeah. We, uh, yeah. Grandfather Mountain and all those over there. I know okay. Mike and y'all would get along too, for sure. Yeah. And I wish Mike could for be sure. here. Well, tell him we said hello and thank him for letting us steal you for an hour. But um, <laughs> everyone, be sure to go follow the Tall Blonde Bell on. Are you Tall Blonde Bell on TikTok as well? I made one, but I love having my name. So I took advantage of that. So I'm the Ashley Bell on okay. TikTok. Okay. I like it. We'll link everything. We'll link everything down below. So thank you, ma'am. And um, you. we hope you guys loved it. And if you didn't. That's life, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's life, that's what all the people say.